We're on. We are live. This show is new and improved because Mike Sr. is here. Mike Sr., how you doing freshly off Memorial Day weekend? Feeling great. It's a beautiful day out there. Uh, just hope everyone enjoys it. You got a chance to get outside, get out. Is it going to rain? I need somebody to tell me, please, we need a little rain. There's possibilities of rain, they said. Let's see. Scattered it showers today. It's going to rain. Has it ever been this dry for this long? All right, thank you. Is it going to? I don't know what the heck is going on here. Let's see. Back this up. Back, 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 back. Is it going to? Let's see if this works. Rain. Rain. Enter. I don't know what's going on with this thing, man. I'm, I think we're going to have to get a new one. Backspace. Is it going to? Let me see if I can get that out. Well, we got a few people listening in already this morning. <coughs> Let's say hello to whoever's out there. Terry Bierk's on the show. Roxanne Galati's on the show. Dot Morris on the show. Glory Lawrence on the show. Junior Evans is on the show. Gary Harden's on the show. And I was trying to finish my thing. It wouldn't let me. There's something wrong with the R on our keyboard. You might use that letter too much. I noticed that on my remote control. Isn't God good? <laughs> yes, God is good. Uh, Clement, got to see them guys going out with a host of merry men and women hanging door hangers on doors and expanding God's kingdom and all that. So they're doing that there. They're doing it at Moscow with uh, Jerry and Cindy Ford. They're doing it. Um, I don't think Brenda. Um, oh, I can't remember Brenda's. Uh, Russell and Brenda. I don't know if they started here yet or not. But anyways, we're putting door hangers out. We are saturating St. Louis. Mm. All right, that's actually saturating the United States, but we're saturating. Uh, U.S. We've got a lot going on in June. You guys are on the right show. Christina Schumacher's on. Michael Tucker's on. Deb Mays is on. Mike Zimmerman's on. Becca Law's on. Nate Veeman's on. You know, uh, I did the uh, Great American Push-Up Challenge when I mm. sent out uh, my video for Memorial Day. Uh-huh. And uh I was look I'll bet net net uh Nathan Veman can uh do a lot of push ups. I would think so. I would. He's pretty strong. So you and uh Z, Z's gotta get with it. He said he was a couple a couple weeks behind. I was actually probably about nine days behind. And I'm out there and then my farm, I was finishing up my chores. They're not actually finished, but I finish them up for tonight. And I go, man, I, I, I can't keep making up excuses. And can I admit <laughs> something here? What's that? I first started my push-ups and didn't do them. Once I got to about 20, I quit. And then I thought, well, what kind of person am I sitting here talking about, you know, go after freedom and we're honoring all our brothers and sisters and who fought and died for our country. Right. If I can't get on and do some dang push-ups, so I had to redo it. So what do you think about that? Sometimes you got to pump yourself up, don't you? Yes, you do. Because not everybody's there to strike up the band. Yeah. But anyways, what would you guys do on Memorial Weekend? I, did, I didn't ask you. I know you said the kids came by, but what did you guys actually do? Can I say something else? I have yeah. to do confession. I gave, got up and ate three half cupcakes last night. <laughs> You should have never brought them in. Three and uh, I pulled. Good, good. I wanted. Oh, they're they're great. I got to tell you how I did it. So I just I want you to know that they were actually halves. So Mike brings over these red, white, and blue cupcakes, which was just I knew I was going to eat some because I hadn't had any sweets, not an abundance of sweets. Put them in the refrigerator, cooled them off, got up, pulled the bottoms off, ate them, and ate half the top. Because I just couldn't bring myself to eat. So I ate three halves. What would that be? That would be a cupcake and a half then. Yeah. So back to you. What would you do Memorial Day? Well, I cooked a lot of stuff. Good. Came to church. Had a great service. Uh, both my daughters and my son came by. Some grandkids, Bree and uh, 
Aiden and uh, Cade. So we have uh, yeah, yeah. hamburgers, uh, brats, and uh, hot dogs, fried corn, and roasted jalapenos with uh, good stuff in the middle. That Unbelievable. Was, <laughs> that was our dinner. Unbelievable bratwurst. We had oh yeah, that we, you yeah. Had we had, at the farm like everybody else. We had barbecue every, every day. It's just crazy. What a, I had a great. I I can say with all certainty, I had about the best Memorial Day yeah. I've ever had. I was at the farm. I was working hard, getting a lot of chores done, doing a lot of riding, <clears throat> and I'm like Sean Seen Swoboda doing a lot of hay. <laughs> uh, wasn't really that thick. It was a little lean. I cut it a little early because we had to that. You guys all know we got the Brett Head and Memorial Roping uh, this Saturday. This Saturday. Mm -hmm. Hope you and Donna can come out. And uh, it's going to be hot. I think I might start it an hour early. Okay. Okay, and I'll let you guys officially know uh, if we can start an hour early. I'll have to, I didn't talk to Jay. If Jason Sportsman's out there, Jason, let's get the powwow together and start it an hour early. Did I tell you what the temperature is going to be on Saturday? Mm. My wife told me it was going to be 96. Ought to be in 96 out there for sure then. Yeah. Well, I, I, that being said, for sure, that that's St. Louis temperature, and it'll probably be a couple degrees cooler. But uh, we're going to get some, some shade tents out there for everybody. There'll oh, be plenty okay. of water out there. There'll be plenty of burgers and everything. So if we can get it started an hour earlier, that means that we could start the rope and hopefully at 10 and then, you know, be done in a couple hours. So by the time it starts getting hot around noon or something, it would be close to being done. All the money raised goes to the youth here at Have Bible Will Travel to send them to camp. So that's a pretty good deal. It is a good deal. Let's say hello to whoever's here. Tell me what you did Memorial Weekend. I got to know. Donna Wood is watching. Mike Frost is watching uh, from Florida. Went to Tucker's uh, Barbecue. Uh, is where Deb Mays went. Sean Seen Swoboda did hay. Sean Seen, how was your hay? I got to know. Uh, was it just me? Even the guys that cut my hay said it was a little lean. Molly Trot, how are you doing this morning? I see Yvette O'Brien. I seen you on the pictures going out, handing out flyers. Marcy Tolis is on the show. Thank you for being on the show. J.D. Brock, watching from an undisclosed location. Good morning. Nice to see you. And then Becca and Nate and Mike and Christina. Uh, ba, ba, ba. my wife's on the show. Hello, babe. Good morning to you. And morning to my dad. I think my dad's watching the show today. Oh, good Did morning. I tell you I brought his iPad with me? No. He's got he's got his iPad. So hi, uh, good morning to you, Pop. Watching the show. Uh, and prayers up for Mike Rankin, please. Gloria Lawrence, you're awesome. She sent me an encouraged message, me and my wife. Gary Harden's got the soldiers marching up at North. Dot Morris, Terry Burek, Roxanne Galati. Oh, uh, rolling there this morning. It's rocking and rolling. Saturday and Sunday, Marcia Tolis, uh, Kelly Stanford's on the show. Kelly, tell us what you did. Jody George, uh, Molly Trot came to have Bible Travel, and I wasn't even here. What the heck? Wow. Molly, I missed you, but thank you for being on the show. You're awesome. Saturday and Sunday, Marcy said, was spent with my family and friends. Monday, I planted flowers. So let us know what you did for Memorial Day, and tell me if you got in a garden. Start us out in prayer, Mike. Dear Heavenly Father, just thank you for a great uh, weekend we had honoring our soldiers mm -hmm. who uh, gave their life, uh, who actually lost two lives, the life they lost there and the life they didn't have when they got to come home. Mm -hmm. We ask you to continue to bless this church and families out there, and we ask for healing and of the nation. Mm -hmm. And we... Uh, Take a moment to thank you. Thank you, Lord. For allowing us to live here in the United States of America. Thank in you, your Lord. precious name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Thank you, Mike. Uh, so this weekend kicks off manhood celebrating God's design. Mm. So it's manhood celebrating God's design. And if you guys have prayer requests, look at that. I put all caps on there. And I really don't know what I'm doing too much, do I? Well, you can read it, right? Yeah, it's up there. I'm going to have you start typing probably. You think that would be good? You pretty good at typing? 
I don't type. I just use that voice stuff. Voice sometimes activated. Sometimes it isn't the best. Hey, when you when you do voice activated, you better watch it. Sean Seen says we were blessed with seventy six two thousand pound bales and only two broken hydraulic hoses. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna tell you something. We were blessed, Sean Seen. Nothing broke down for us. We got just a little little operation there, but uh, it all worked out well. We uh, got them in the barn and. Whatever we had, we're going to be blessed by, and I'm not going to complain about it. Second cut, we're going to go after them. So we've got to get some fertilizer out on the field and get it rocking. Mm-hmm. All right, Jody George met with a friend I haven't seen in a long time on Sunday, and I went to Mike and Lisa's on Monday. That's awesome. Uh, so, and I know a couple of my friends went down to decorate some graves. Mm-hmm. Um, I think at JB, I think. Christina Schumacher says, on Sunday we came to church. We went uh, to Jacob's show, our friend's winery. On Monday we hung out with some new friends in Sullivan, Missouri. Yesterday inspired our co-op to do a field day for our... I'm interested in this. Let's see. Co-op to do a field day for our kids. We had 160 kids. Awesome. Bubba Baker's on the show. Good morning to you, Bubba Baker. Mike Frost said, fix the AC in the truck on Sunday. Went to barbecue family in Jacksonville. Uh, You've probably been to Jacksonville before, too, haven't you? Yes, I have. Swam in the pool. Uh, Jeanette Brumley said, need prayer for right arm and shoulder. Sore. I can't barely move them, so I'm in bed. So let's pray for Jeanette. Lord, we pray for Jeanette. And just pray for her arm and uh, shoulder. Just pray, Lord, for divine healing for her uh, on this day. And thank you for her being on the show today. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, Manhood, celebrating God's design. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, we got a lot to do. Can we go through a couple of prayers? Uh, Yeah. And then please send in your prayer requests. And if you know somebody that needs prayer, put them up on our prayer wall. And if you have prayers on there, they've been answered, or you need some more prayer, you guys can negotiate that all yourself on mm-hmm. the prayer wall. So help us out. We we go through them. We want to pray for people, make sure they're updated. You guys are the ones that update them. So if you have old ones on there, you can take them down. If uh, God's already met those requests and that kind of thing, please do that so we know how to target pray. Uh, so let's go. Angela Madelon, we're praying for uh, Angela. <clears throat> and would love to, if any of Angela's family is out there, uh, please give us an update. We love Angela and Mike, and uh, she is really going after a, a very, very, um, she's got an awesome plan of attack for healing. I'm going to just continue to pray and believe for you, Angela. My dad, Mike Rankin, continue to pray for him uh, in his battle, too. Uh, Mike Berger, I just talked to him on the way up here. Pray for Mike Berger and his family. He has a lot of <clears throat> uh, different people in his family that need prayer, and God knows each one. I'm not going to go through them. There's, right. there's several there, um, and, and probably a couple that are personal. Brad Cottrell, we are praying for you right now, along with your wife, who's getting ready for surgery. I think Pastor Aaron, I think, is out there this morning. Um, and Brad, I'd love to be out there after um your wife gets out of surgery just call me and uh, uh let me know depending on how my day goes uh lord also want to list uh thank you for mr cope i heard he's doing better thank you for that and um praying for cade your little guy mike mm-hmm. for healing uh if need be nancy grace who has pneumonia so we're praying for that justin uh, Will Snyder, his wife has cancer. Sammy Ferguson, give us an update on Sammy Ferguson, guys. Uh, and Sammy, our, our, our prayers are up for you today, too. Uh, and Sharice Clark um, and uh, our Saturate USA teams, we're lifting them up. Mike, do you have anybody else? Uh, just like lift up my entire family, friends, and uh there's a lot of people out there needing uh, comfort and strength uh, during uh, this weekend and Memorial Day. And uh, there's a lot going on with a lot of people, and they all need a little bit of 
comforting Jesus. Just give him a, mm -hmm. take it out for him. All right, let's see. Uh, Roxanne Gladys says, please pray that I can get this AC fixed somehow. Uh, and she needs help with uh, her stepfather's house, so we'll lift that up in prayer. Mike, um, prayers, it gets better soon. So let's lift all these up to the Lord today together. Dear Heavenly Father, first off, I'd just Dear like Lord. to thank you. Thank you for the life you allow us to enjoy here on earth. There's so many good things going on. We forget all we can think of the bad ones or the sad ones. But I want to tell you, I'm very thankful for what way things are going. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're thank lifting you, up Lord. people now who need prayer, who need mm -hmm. your guidance, who need your wisdom and your walk. I ask that I can continue to follow you and get to know you better. And as our relationship increases, our love for you will increase. And let's all be kind to each other. And uh, Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Let me read this. Okay. Um, and this comes off of Mike. I'm just going to call it Mike Sr.'s devotion. He got me hooked up with. <laughs> And it came over. Did you hear the bell and everything go off? Yeah, that'll let you know it's time to read. That's awesome. I love that. Thank you. Mike, thank you so much for downloading that on my yeah. phone. Yeah, well, Janet downloaded it. I know. I was just kidding. <laughs> uh, but Mike, I never could get it. Me and Mike's been telling me to get this this app this morning or something, morning devotion, and I, I never knew how to get it. And Janet happened to be at the house with Vicky playing with dogs and <laughs> Mike got her to download it. Here we are. All right. Morning prayer says a man, and this is Proverbs 16, 9. A man's heart devise, devise his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Mm. Uh, so here's the, here's the devotion with it. I just want to read this. These are really neat devotions. Uh, it says our human nature, it's our human nature to come up with plans, thoughts, and goals for the future. But we need to realize God is the only one who truly knows what's best for us. When you have plans you would like to make or actions you'd need to take about a particular decision, make sure that you go to God first. Mm -hmm. Amen to that. And the prayer is this. Dear God, I commit all my plans, dreams, aspirations into your hands. These are only products of my thoughts. What I truly want is what you want for me because I know that that is uh, what will truly be best for me. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and mm -hmm. amen. So good. I was happy to uh, get that and I'm happy to share that with you guys. Um, so there you go. Now we're going to talk about, okay, we're going to talk about uh, manhood celebrating God's design. Manhood celebrating God's design. Mike, what is that app called? Is it called King James? Mm -hmm. I think that was called, I think Mike said it was called King James. Uh, you guys can call the office and Janet will tell you what it is. She downloaded it on my phone. I have no idea what it's yeah. called. Uh, Mike, you probably. That's got yeah, a great, uh, it's nice. Uh, Don and I will do that a lot. That's our devotional. It's got a devotional on there. It's got inspiration on there. And uh they even got a deal there for what kind of mood you're in. You know, if you want to get a better mood, you hit this one or that one. And uh, yeah, that's it's a nice it's a nice. App. It's all good stuff. Is yeah. what I like. So strictly from the Bible. Yeah, call the office and Janet will tell you what it is. If I knew, I would tell you, but I do not know. Um, bump bump bump. Um, manhood celebrating God's design. What do you think for all you ladies that are out there? What is your Husband or boyfriend, whoever's courting you, what's his best trait? What do you like most about your husband? What is his best trait? What does he do? Does he you know, take the kids, you know, to the park? Does he, you like the way he, you know, works on the car or, you know, how he provides or whatever? What is your husband's best trait? So it's a celebrate, not just mankind, but also celebrate manhood. Uh, but we're celebrating the design uh, or the or the map that God has laid mm -hmm. out, uh, and obviously we're going to go to Genesis, and I already got my notes on that. Uh, so I want to throw all that out there uh, and get your thoughts on that. What is what is it that you like most about your husband? What is it most that you like about your boyfriend or whoever's courting you? Uh, what's his strongest trait? All right, uh, I'm going to go through a few things before we go into Genesis. We are going to Genesis, guys. 
Uh, Kelly Stanford says, too many to list. That's awesome. Yeah, she's married to a great guy, Jimmy's. Uh, you know, just a salty guy, can do everything, loves the Lord, has got his family in church, loves, you know, takes care of his kids, works hard, just one of those guys. Uh, I was actually watching a video where a lady was talking about how the working man really was, the, the man, the working man wasn't really celebrated enough, you know, in society now because everybody's gearing more towards computers and you know, loftier jobs when, you know, the, the working man, you know, the tradesman, if you will, mm -hmm. or whoever it is, is, uh, you know, often overlooked or not overlooked, but just, you know, you don't hear about him in the paper or the, yeah. you know, you know, the guy's finishing concrete or laying tile or hanging drywall or, <clears throat> you know, fixing welding and stuff like that. Um, Christina Schumacher says... I love how he always helps me with the things around the house. That's good. Uh, Better Brian says, I don't have one. So those who don't have one, uh, pray that God sends you a good one. Because And my buddy Dave Jordan's watching the show. Dave, how are you doing, buddy? Miss you guys. Yeah. Jody George says, the love he has for my daughters and my grandchildren that he took on as his own, that he takes care of of and sticks with me all my medical issues uh vicky says this oh this is me <laughs> vicky says his work ethic he can figure out figure our how to do anything his humor and positivity on everything well thank you that's yeah. those are nice words they are very nice uh thomas is on the show i see you laugh out loud good morning to you thomas <laughs> um all right, we're going to get into manhood, celebrating God's design. And uh, I'm not going to give away who we let in the building last night and who's designing our stage. Okay, don't do that. I won't do that. But you're probably going, I wonder who's decorating the stage for you, this month. You, it's you. huge. It's big. It's tremendous. They're fabulous people. They're warriors for Christ. And Mike, let me drive his truck up here. That's <laughs> I like that. I love that truck. I'm glad you did. I love that truck. I'm going to get a new truck one of these days, guys. Uh, Thomas Bush is, is who I was just talking about last out loud. Good job. All right. Um, bum, 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 bum. Shannon Moody says, good morning, church family. Good morning yeah. to you. Got everybody on there. Go to Genesis 1, guys. Can't wait any longer. Just read Genesis 1, 1, Mike, and then we'll... I'm going to stop Mike on everything. All right. Genesis, the first book of Moses, called Genesis. In the beginning, God created... Stop. There you go. Okay. Guys, listen to me. I'm going to narrate this as we go along. I've already... I started this at my farm, so I had time to, to I'm, I'm a little ahead on Mike on this because I had time to put this together. It's not all the way together, but this is where we're going to be this weekend. Manhood celebrating God's design. So we're not only celebrating man, that's the highlight because it's Father's Day. And by the way, what are you guys doing for Father's Day? It's mankind, and then we're going to celebrate God's design. What was God's plan for mankind? What was what does God really want us to do? How does God want us to live? <clears throat> so we go back to the front of the book, as I always do. Yeah. And I bring this up. In the beginning, God. Mm -hmm. As we know the beginning as human beings, know that in the beginning it was just God and God alone. That's if you're really... gonna ask me this question this morning, Mike, who made God? I can't answer that. Nobody made God. God is God. That is God. And then he put a plan together, and we're getting ready to unravel it. Go. God, and created the heavens and earth. Stop. <laughs> Who created the heavens and the earth? God, God did. Listen to me. I'm going to help all the climate people, all the, and I always forget this, help me. 
There's there's climate change. There's global warming. And what's some other of the fancy names they got out there now? I don't know. I mean, so do you pay attention to them? I no, don't I don't pay attention. To <laughs> so all these people are spending your hard-earned tax dollars on trying to find out if a glacier's melting in Antarctica. Whether it is or whether it isn't, you're not going. Watch this. Trust me on this. No one is going to stop God's plan. God made the earth. He made the glaciers. He made the trees. He made the air. He made the water. He made everything. God's in control of it. Man is not. You can spend billions of dollars and and do whatever you think you want to do to try to fix it. You know, make electric cars. Guys, this is not going to change anything other than create complete chaos, which has already ensued. So... There's no such thing as a Big Bang Theory. There's no such thing as evolution because it doesn't say anything in the Bible about it. Go ahead, Mike. And now earth was without form, and the void, darkness, was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God, meaning the Holy Spirit, moved upon the face of the water. Mm -hmm. And God said... Stop. God's Spirit has always moving, has always been moving... And God's Spirit is moving this morning. It's His Holy Spirit. And I'm going to talk about that in a minute. So just just relax. I'm going to take you to that place that you need to be so you understand how God created you. And and let me tell you this. He didn't make a mistake with you. He didn't make a mistake with your children. He didn't make a mistake with your, your mommy or your daddy or whoever. And here's what I always tell everybody. Thank God your mom was pro-life. Amen. That's right. All right. So uh, Brad is headed down to surgery with his wife. Brad, we've already lifted you up in prayer. You, We know that it's going to go quickly and swiftly, and she is going to be fine. We love you guys. May the Lord's uh, blessings continue to follow you. To be on you, yes. Uh, Gary Harden said, keep it simple. Just believe the truth of God's word. Oh, my Lord. You wonder wonder what happened to society. Yes. Yeah, you do. I mean, uh, I mean, when you was a kid, none of this was, none of the craziness was going on that's going on now. (laughs) You didn't even talk about it. You didn't even even know anything was going on. You know, that's because I guess we was uh, working on other things. You know, we wasn't worried about trying to be something we wasn't. Yeah. Did your dad bring you back into reality if you thought? Did, what would happen if you went up to Herman and told him, hey, Dad, I, I identify with being super rich? Get out and get a job. <laughs> That'd be his answer. It worked. All right. Nobody go. ain't going to give you nothing, that's for sure. You ever heard that? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I want, I'm want i going to have Mike, so he just got done with two, I guess, verse two. I want you to slide down to verse 20. And I'm just putting highlights out there just to just to keep everything flowing. Verse 20, the fifth day. 120. And God said, let the water bring forth abundantly the moving creatures that has life and fowl that may fly above the earth and in the firmament of heaven. And God created the great whales and every living creature that moves, which have water brought forth abundantly after their kind, and every winged fowl after his kind, and God saw that it was good. Stop. All right. So I, I'm not going to go through all the God says. I got them highlighted in my Bible. I could show them to you. They're... God said, God said. Anytime God says something, something happens. Okay, so he's speaking all this thing into existence. So you and I both need to to, uh, appreciate the power of God. God is almighty. He's all-powerful. He's all-knowing. I put all my trust in God, all my trust in his Bible, all my trust in his word for my family, for myself, for my family, for my church. Uh, <laughs> dad was straight. Thank God my mom was pro-life and my dad was straight. Hey, Amen. Uh, living, 
Living creatures. All right, go back to 120. All right. And God said, let the water spring forth abundantly, the moving creatures that has life and the fowl that made fly above the earth in the <clears throat> open ferment of the heaven. Verse 21, and God created the whales and every living creature that moves, which the waters brought forth abundant, and after their kind, and after every winged fowl, after his kind. And God saw that it was good. So what he's saying is, is every, help me out now, every whale produced a whale, mm -hmm. every bird produced a bird. Uh, hold on, Mike. Birds can't give birth and get hippopotamuses. That's right. Yeah, or a dog or cat. So we're talking about in the beginning, before any any anybody knew anything, all this was going on. Now, mm -hmm. this is the way things are supposed to be. This is the way God wants things. And wow. go down to yeah. verse twenty-two. Let's let's read the uh, commentary. Commentary. Go ahead, here. read the commentary. Go. All right. Now this makes a little bit of sense. Some, some ten times in the first chapter of Genesis, the phase after his kind or similar, it completely shoots down the theory of evolution. Science has never been able to cross the barrier. In fact, will never be able. In other words, there is no such thing as an animal that is half fish and half land. Oh wow! As well, there is no such thing as a fish that is half whale and half shark. The bear regards the different kinds of remains and never shall remain. So what he's saying there is like, yeah, that created a bird, but he created hundreds of birds from it. You know? All right. Go down to 22 and, and it, it'll fill in the gap for you. Okay. And God bless them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the waters in the sea and let fowl multiply in the earth. And in the evening and the morning were the fifth day. Stop. So this is this is God's plan for man, manhood, we're, and we're celebrating God's design. So this is God's design. We're only into page one, for chapter one. And he's creating all these things. So we're going to keep moving along. And, and so watch this. Watch this. This is the way God designed it. Let's move along. So when somebody comes to you and says that, uh, you know, a coyote, all this stuff, all this evolution and all this mm -hmm. global warming, climate warming, move on. Don't stand there and argue with these people. Here's, here's God's plan. Here's God's design for mankind. And there's going to be a strong place for the man to stand here in a minute. Don't argue. Don't go get another book. Don't debate with anybody. Go when somebody says, "Hey, uh, you know the uh, you know the government in in, in 1820 made the oceans and uh, no, they didn't. They made no, they didn't. They stopped. No, they didn't. God designed the planet in the world this way. Move on. I don't watch this, Mike. I have you ever heard me debate with anybody about? A cat coming from a cat, or or, or who made the? I I don't debate because I don't get into stupid arguments with people about. Uh, you're a. Uh, if I ever called you a, a zebra or anything, no. no, I call Michael. He's a man. We don't. These are things that I don't debate about. This is this is useless. It it's 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 wearing people out. It's causing division in families. I, I'm only into I'm only into chapter one. We're only twenty verses into this, and you and I can already clearly see God's plan for mm -hmm. mankind. And we're gonna we're gonna put a highlight on manhood here in a second. I was thinking about that when I was shaving today. My wife, for sure, uh, she asked me this question. She says, "Why is your brush and your toothbrush sitting over here on the bed?" I said, "Because I wanted to wipe the." the sink out because I just got done shaving. Men have to shave. Did I tell you that? Yeah. That that's what men have to do. So there that's part of manhood. That's part of being a man. Mm -hmm. I gotta shave. 
Um, she doesn't. And I celebrate that. Amen? All right. Uh, so they said, God blessed him. And he said, be fruitful and multiply and fill the waters in the sea. So he's talking about the, the, the uh, animals multiplying. And the only way you can multiply is to have a, 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 a man and a woman. And, and sperm has to fertilize eggs. Right. I, I, you can't do it any other way. Now, they do it, uh, you know, that you can do that. And some people can, uh, ladies can get uh, medically done that way. Yeah. And I think that's a good thing if, if that's how it has to happen. But there has to be a male and there has to be a female for that to happen. Right? Right. All right. Uh, go to 125 and read that, please. Dear and God mind. made the beasts of the earth after his kind and the cattle after their kind and everything that creeped upon the earth after his kind. Stop. God created the beasts and the livestock. And I wonder why he created them. I'm going to give you the answer here pretty quick. I'm actually not going to give you the answer. I'm just going to guide you into where the answer is. Go to 126. Here we go. And God said, let us make man in our image. Stop. God made man in his image. He's a creator. He's a, the, the creator created a creature and his name is man. And he created him to be in God's image. Mm -hmm. A living being, spirit-filled being. That's what he's saying there. Amen? Amen to that. Um, okay, keep reading. And let them have dominion over the fish. Oh, the let sea. them have dominion over the fish of the sea. Let me tell you something. Animals aren't to be worshipped. I know I'm wrecking some people's religion. They're not human beings. Animals are not equal to humans. Animals are animals. Let's see what it says. And I marked this down. We are to have dominion over the fish, the birds, and the livestock. God told us to have dominion. The definition for dominion is sovereignty and control. Amen. I have control over my dogs and my cats and my cows and my horses. That's my job. Look at me for a second. That's my job. And that's every man's job as he has a home or he has a farm or a ranch, whatever that is. And I, I, I don't get me into ranching right now. They're, they're the most under-celebrated people in the whole wide world. If it wasn't for a rancher or a farmer, nobody would be eating anything. I don't care how much stuff you think you can raise in a lab. Yeah. You can't raise anything in a lab that ain't going to kill you. You need the farmer and the rancher, and I don't even want to get into that. That'll be a whole segment that, that is very near and dear to my heart. No one works harder than a farmer or rancher, and no one's underappreciated like them. Right. And we got people coming in from China buying up our ground. I guess I'm going to get into it today, so sit back. Here we go. Guys, if we don't stop all this genetic altered food and get back to some organic gardening and organic farming and quit trying to compete uh, with each other so bad, we're going to just price ourselves out of the market. If Now if a farmer ain't farming 3,000 acres and doesn't have $2 million in equipment, he can't farm. <clears throat> and it takes him and his family at least a generation or two to pay for it. And you want to, here's what ought to happen. We ought to dial it all back and give the guy his just due and, and, and pay him for, for the job he's done. And then he wouldn't have to go so fast. He wouldn't have to spray so many chemicals. And, and if, he, if he took a loss, we could help him out because we want him out there raising good crops. Would you agree with that, Mike? Absolutely. And how about this? We don't need him to have an altar or meat. It needs mm -hmm. to be organic. They need to be grass-fed. And they don't need to be pumped up on all this mess. 
Now, it doesn't mean that they don't need to be vaccinated, and I'm not talking about that. But I'm just talking about genetically altering our food just to keep up with the, with the competition. That's it, isn't it? So we are to have dominion over the animals of the world. Mm-hmm. So that there's nothing that, uh, plus you have the government paying the, the farmers to destroy the product. Yeah, I don't even get into that. I, I, I get so aggravated. If, if, if anybody would just take, and Christine Schumacher, God bless you, that she homeschools her son, which is a great job. If you'd take some, if you take a field trip to the local co-op, yeah. if you take a field trip to a farm, you, you would find out what the heck is involved in trying to get some food to the table. Mm-hmm. You never go, oh, I didn't know it was going to be like that. I thought it all came in a cellophane, cellophane wrapper. And you know what? It didn't happen overnight, does it? it takes oh a while gosh, for no. it to watch your crop grow. you got to work hard. Uh, I have a great growing season. Amen. Me too. I might have a great growing season. I pray right now. Let's pray right now. Father God, in the name of Jesus, that we all have a great growing season, whether it's a little garden or a bucket garden or the largest farm out here anywhere from here to Illinois to Wyoming to down in Texas and uh, to the coast. And Lord, bless the farmer and the rancher. Lord, they never get enough praise. But I lift them up to you in Jesus' name. Amen. And I'll tell you one more thing while I'm just, and I'm going to get off of this. They need to get off the ranchers and the farmers taking care of livestock and, and animals. Nobody loves livestock and, 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 and animals the way ranchers do. And you know how I know that? It's because it's their life. Mm-hmm. If you really love them the way they do, you would do what they do. But you don't because it's crazy hard. And, and they love their cows, they love their horses, and, and, and it's a bunch of bunk when, everybody, when these ranchers and these cowboys are getting a bad rap. If it wasn't for ranchers and cowboys, we wouldn't have what we have. And I'm going to get off of that because I'm going to keep going. Uh, we would love to, if you can point me in the right direction, show these kids, I know they would get grouped together. Yes. Um, and we actually, I actually took a bunch of kids uh, down to my buddy's. Uh, ranch down there and uh, down in uh, Spokane. Oh yeah, and they got to see oh, where yeah. milk comes from, and they got to see what what's what and what really happens, and uh, it's awesome. Yeah, Sean Cena will tell you. Ask her; she'll she'll tell you who really loves animals and loves that. You're out there in the dang sun for days on end, busting hoses and busting. They everything always breaks when you're out farming. So it's to have dominion. That means you have sovereignty and control over these animals in this situation. So we don't need government meddling in the business that God put us in charge of. You don't need the government to regulate your farm, regulate your water, regulate free ranging. You don't need the government to do that. We, we don't, that's not the government's job to regulate people's personal lives and farms. We are to have sovereignty over that, and sovereignty, sovereignty means absolute and just. So when I'm out there ranching or the farmer's out there ranching, he's doing what God told him to do with that ranch and that farm. You don't need the government's influence right. on it. All right, so there you go. So, so far, no, so far we're still in Chapter 1. And what would you say to this? He says, everything that creeps on the earth, everything that's on the earth. Now, verse 27, we're going to have to speed up so I can get you into the manhood thing. Go ahead, Mike. 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he, he, him. Male and female. Stop. Male and female, he created them. I'm not going to go on a rant on this. Watch this. Next subject. Go, Mike. And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful, multiply. Stop. Sperm and egg. Adults, sperm and egg. Sperm fertilizes the egg. Then you create a baby. Mm. Next. 
And God blessed them, and God said, uh, okay, okay. And after dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, and every living thing that moves upon the earth. He said you're subdue it. So if you were reading ESV, it would say subdue. Subdue means to overcome, uh, be in order, be under order and control. Subdue these animals, subdue this this lifestyle. And watch this, Mike. Bring it under control. How about this? You're the boss. Nobody else is. How many bosses <laughs> did your dad have at his house? <laughs> One. Huh? One. Hey, it's the law. <laughs> it's the law, man. It, it ain't it ain't no big deal. Nah, yeah. I don't I don't wear a badge around my house. I don't wear a badge around the church. You're the boss when everything's good, and you're the boss when everything's bad, so. <laughs> you think? Yes, I guess you better suck it up, Buttercup, as man would say. <laughs> hey, they're getting in the way. You know what this, my mom told me this was? <laughs> yeah. The world's smallest violin. Playing and she your, said, I'm playing a note for you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what that meant for the longest time. <laughs> world's smallest violin. I'm playing a sad song for it. <laughs> you know? We all have a sad song. <laughs> you know what? Well, we got happy ones. We, better, we better teach our kids some coping skills. Sean, <laughs> seen what happens when a tractor breaks down in the field. You blow a hose. Do you sit there and cry and wait for your mommy and daddy to come out there? You'd be waiting a long time for my dad to come out and fix yeah, it for you. You know what my dad would say? He'd say, it isn't like a cold, it ain't no fix itself. <laughs> what do you think of that? Uh, oh, I, I wish he was I wish he was around to straighten this place out. How long do you think it'd take him to straighten it out? About ten minutes? You know what? Uh, I could just imagine if he was alive for ten minutes that saw what was happening here. My did. grandpa Lou, my grandpa Rankin, who was one of the first settlers here in Maryland Heights, he, he he wouldn't you you got oh my gosh. You think my dad something? <laughs> I'll tell you where he got it from and he, he got it from the old school. Yeah. Uh but anyways. Uh, go to verse 129 and 30, and then we'll probably slip in a couple more minutes. 29 and 30. Sean Cena said you fix it right there in the field. That's what we did twice this weekend. You lay, yeah, like me, for me, I'm laying under it. They don't, don't worry about, here, don't worry about pulling it back to the barn. Sometimes you can't pull it back to the barn. You know where you do it? You do it right there. You go, well, what about the bugs? What about the itchweed? What about the ticks? What about the... It don't matter what, what about. What about if you don't fix it? Well, that's what you need to know. Yeah. Everybody and their brother knows you didn't get your crop in then. <laughs> yeah. That's what that's what you're telling everybody else in that community. You can't get your dang crop in. But go on. And God said, Behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of the earth, and every tree in which the, the fruit of a tree yielding seed to you and shall be for meat. And to every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and to everything that creeps into earth, and whereupon there is life, I have given every green herb for meat. It is was so. Okay, now let's see. Okay, in verse 29, now that refers to the fact that both animals, mankind, were all vegetarians mm -hmm. before the fall. And... And this was changed after the flood in Genesis 9-3. Yeah. Go to 2-7. We'll squeeze this in. 2-7. And on the seventh day, God created... And on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had made. It doesn't mean he was tired. He cannot... But he wanted a day of rest and to praise and give thanks. Yes. Um, so let, I'm going to show you something here in 2.7. It says, And the Lord God formed man out of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man, what does it say? And man became a living soul. So man was created by the creator, God, 
He breathed into his nostrils and he became a living being. Amen. Nothing Praise happens God. until Thank God you, breathes life into it. So God puts his spirit in this man. He becomes a living being. He tells him to take care of the garden. Mm. Uh, he creates a woman farm made from a rib of a man. In Genesis 2.18, she is the suitable helper farm, uh, suitable for everything that he goes through. Uh, and that's the celebrating of God's design for all of mankind. Yes. Now... To put in charge of the garden was a man. He's a male. He is the guy that's going to answer for his family. Now you can run and hide like Adam tried to do when God was looking for him in the cool of the day. Uh -huh. But you have to answer as a man to God what you did with your family. When you get to heaven, you say, I did this, I did that. You're going to have to answer to God what you do with your family. And my hope and my prayer today is that you as a man, you as a male, are leading your family into the things of God, into the things of his church, and into the things of the, of the Bible. Lead them, lead, lead them to the book. Lead them to the book. That's where I always lead my kids and my, my children, my grandchildren, is the word of God. And that's where I'm leading you today, along with my great friend, Mike Wood Sr. So, all that being said, we're going to celebrate manhood this weekend, talking about guy stuff, getting ready for um, Father's Day and, and things of that nature. And I think we're probably a little too late to get into the devotion I wanted to get in. But here's a good devotion for your husband or your fiance or your boyfriend it's called man of god rooted in christ oh that's a um, good title then. it is a wonderful book and you know what mike i kept this book around for a reason i had no idea mm -hmm. and then me and you did a devotion out of it last night but now i know that god uh was speaking to me through this book this is a really really good book it's a devotion and it helps your guy uh be a guy and there's nothing wrong with being a guy. There's nothing wrong with being, no. um, you know, there's nothing wrong with being a man. You need to celebrate manhood. We need to raise kids up uh, that are males to be, um, you know, masculine uh -huh. and uh, that kind of thing. So anyways, without further ado, we thank you guys for being on the show and spread the word that this month, all month long, and wait till you see the stage is decorated. It's manhood, God's design. So, Mike, take us out of here in prayer, sir. Dear Heavenly Father, just thank you so much you, for Lord. all your answered prayers we received. We're so thankful and grateful that we just can't praise and give you enough glory. We just ask that you continue to bless this family and this church and everyone out there listening. And give them comfort and strength. Give them something to smile about as they look out their window and enjoy the day you've given us. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Thank you guys for being so dedicated, so committed to the cause of Christ and always tuning in to our show and sharing the show and hopefully invite somebody to church this weekend. It's going to be a great weekend. Hey guys, remember two things. Jesus loves you and I love you. Have a great day in the Lord. Have a great day in the Lord. We'll see you.